Okay, it's been a pretty regular occurrence for these uh, Zoom meetings to uh, end up with uh, someone forgetting that they're on or not realizing they've they've uh, left the meeting. They've uh, left the Zoom activated. So we've had lots and lots and lots of uh, examples of different things happening. Not just on Zoom meetings, too, just from people being at home, right, and filming and then things happening in the background that are um, not expected. But here's a Zoom conference, and it is uh, a senator from Mexico. And uh, her name, I'll make it easy for you people who are going to Google this because I know you are, Martha Camarena. <laughs> and so she had no idea she was still on camera when she began disrobing, which I am always interested by. The place that you're sitting in the Zoom, okay, you're sitting, you're doing a Zoom meeting, and you cut the Zoom off, or you think you do in this case, and she didn't, and you, you immediately start disrobing right there and then. That That is just, I wouldn't do that. The place that I'm sitting as soon as I think I'm done and I'm off, I just start disrobing. See, I would never do that like that. Never. But uh, she did, and uh, so it exposed the girls, as they say. Um, and uh, she's, she's commented since then and said, look, I'm not ashamed to have uh, shown by accident a part of my intimacy. I'm a woman of 66 years of age who has breastfed four children three of whom are today professional and responsible men, and I feel proud to have nourished them. And as a guy, I say, Ugh, because we're shallow as guys. But what she's saying is, is totally true. She said somewhere else that I've seen that she's totally not ashamed of her body. And it's a good response. I think she handled it well. Uh, the government, by the way, um, they do plan on taking legal action against... Uh, the person that leaked the image, if they can figure out who it was. So, anyway, there you go. Yeah, just got done with the Zoom, and it's happened all the time. And just start taking your clothes off right there in the place that you were Zooming. Not even moving. Just, boom, I'm out of this thing. So it begs the question, are you just nude all the time? Is that really what was going on? I don't know. Anyway, okay. All right, so moving right along, let's go to New York City, where a naked man was taken down by numerous bystanders in New York City. Brief video clip shows the naked man fighting people. It's believed that the man was on drugs. I think that's a good call there. Uh, and then it goes on to say this. He wasn't totally naked. The man was wearing socks and shoes. So I don't know how you feel about that, but I'm going to go ahead and say that guy was totally naked. Um, who cares about his feet, really? To me nakedness, nudity, all of that would have to include exposing areas that would be taboo, right? So totally naked would be exposing all of the taboo areas, not the feet, okay? So yes, this guy to me is totally naked, and the fact that he's got his socks and shoes on just makes him a total dork, I guess, right? From the Van Atkins, you know she's worth it studio. It's the Scott Show on Miss 98. WWMS, Oxford, Tupelo. Okay, friend star Jennifer Aniston is auctioning off a 1995 nude portrait for coronavirus. Now, nude, the strategic, strategically covering up the sensitive areas. 
Okay, you remember this picture from 1995, probably. Yeah, so uh, it's up for auction for Christie's, and they're taking bids right now. The the bid right now is at eight thousand dollars. So you go eight grand. You'd have to top that to be able to get in. Now, the original, one of the original prints, I guess, of this. Uh, on the other hand, the portrait of the ugly naked guy. So far, no bids on that. They don't have high hopes for that one. Picking and grinning coming up in a few. Dan and Shay right now, miss. Sky in the morning here on Miss 98, and we're picking and grinning. I broke my arm in two places. I went to the doctor, and you know what the doctor said? I don't know. What? Stay out of those places. I bet you didn't know. Okay. I bet you didn't know that researchers discovered this can refine motor ability and bolster cognitive skills. What is it? It's knitting. Knitting is great for your motor skills and cognitive skills. So go ahead, knit. I remember a football player from the 70s, Rosie Greer. Big, mean, nasty defensive player. And, uh, you know, when he had some downtime, he knitted. And nobody said anything to him either. It was like, you know, they weren't going to pick it. You're not going to pick it, that guy. So he got away with knitting. Uh, okay, almost is the longest word in English with all the letters in alphabetical order. Almost. I find that one hard to believe. I think I'm Googling that one in a few minutes. Almost. According to scientists who have taught uh, sign language to chimpanzees, they lie a lot. They lie a lot. <laughs> Yoda was partly modeled after a photo of Albert Einstein. Genius he was. Mm -hmm. The first bathroom stall is usually the cleanest. Because most people are seeking privacy, so they skip the first one. Isn't that true? You're going into a public bathroom. You try to pick the stall that's the farthest away from where people might be, washing their hands and things like that. So those tend to be the most used stalls, bathrooms, toilets. So if you pick the first one, it's probably the cleanest. I believe that's true. Yeah, I like the thinking of that. Okay, and then finally, a screenwriter... For Castaway. So you remember the movie Castaway, uh, right, with Tom Hanks in it, and he's, uh, I think he was working for FedEx, the plane crashes, and he ends up on a small island by himself for years. And the solitude, I mean, there was like an hour of that movie where no, no word was spoken. It's just him dealing with life. So a screenwriter for Castaway uh, deliberately stranded himself on an island while he was working on the screenplay for this. Because he wanted to experience how Tom Hanks' character would have to search for food, water, and shelter. During this time, a volleyball washed up on the shore, inspiring the character Wilson. Now that's juicy. That's a juicy piece of info right there. You're going to be telling somebody about that one before the day is done. I sure hope it's true. I just found it on the interwebs. This is The Scott Show on Miss 98.
seems like I've seen this story before. Um, I don't. Has it happened again? Perhaps. So there's a, a interior design company in China where their uh, their salespeople, some of them, didn't hit their sales goals, and uh, per this story, it was because of the coronavirus. I mean, and there were a lot of salespeople that obviously couldn't meet their sales goals because of the coronavirus and everything was shut down. But uh, since they did not meet their goals. They had to eat worms. Yeah, he, uh, a co-worker posted a video of them eating worms. Thank heavens it wasn't bats. But uh, that's a little tough. That's harsh, for sure. There's a guy who uh, has been arrested, and he should be arrested, by the way. But he threw a large pickle at, at a highway worker in Vermont, and he hit him. So he's driving down the road. It's a 34-year-old kid. We'll call him a kid because if you're doing this, I don't care how old you are. So he's driving down the road, and he's near the Massachusetts border, and he sees a highway worker, and he throws the pickle out of the window and hit him. He hit the highway worker. And so uh, the the highway worker called the cops, and the cops got him. He's been cited with simple assault. I don't know what that means. but So he's got good. I mean, that would be hard to do with a pickle. It was a large pickle, but still, what a waste of a pickle. Enjoy your pickle, man. Don't throw it. Let's see. There's a guy at a Wendy's in Canada who lost it because they forgot to put mustard on his burger. So he smashed that plexiglass coronavirus barrier that all the hotels, the hotels, all the restaurants have now. And a lot of businesses have, obviously. Uh, so he smashes it because they didn't put the mustard on there. And he loves mustard, and he had none. He drove off. And they're looking for him. The uh, Royal Mounted uh, Canadian Police are looking for the guy who lost it. That's, again, overreaction. I know you love your mustard. But you know there's a certain percentage that you have to accept that they're going to get things wrong. And, you know, as long to me, as long as it stays in that certain accepted percentage, I'm cool with it. Because it's, you got, I mean, you can't get everything right. Nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. I make enough mistakes that I, I hate to... You know, my initial reaction will be four-letter word, but then I'll go, ah, it's okay. Or if I'm going home, so I'll drive through. You're going home, put a little mustard on at home. You got mustard at home, don't you, buddy? And then finally, the uh, the lady with the world's longest fingernails lives in uh, Salt Lake City. Now, there was a guy in India that had the longest ones for a long time. He finally cut them off, and so that left her with the longest nails in the world, longest fingernails. Those are I don't know how people live like that. They're curling up and stuff. It's so strange. But uh, there was a car accident, and she lost her nails. They got shattered on impact. And so uh, she's she's obviously hurt. She said, this is something I had to accept because there's nothing I can do about it, but it really bothers me. It's my identity. I feel like I lost part of my identity when the fingernails got uh, shattered. So, uh, yeah, I feel sorry for her. But what if it was like a Tanya Harding, Jeff Galuli thing? You know, like the like the guy with the second longest nails is like in Peoria, Illinois, or something, and he hires a guy to cause the wreck, thereby shattering the nails. I mean, I think they should look into it. I mean, who who? I mean, wouldn't you just just have a couple questions for the person with the next next in line for the very. Um, valued position of having the world's longest fingernails because I think of the world's records 
that's one of them that stands out the most, isn't it? I mean, when I used to get the Guinness Book of World Record book when I was a kid in school, um, that was one of the parts that caught your attention in a gross way because those nails are all jacked up. But um, I think it's it's one of the more valued world records to have. So there could be a, like a sub-story. Maybe there's a Tiger King thing to come out of this. Fingernail King. Are you listening, Netflix? I think we got something here. Straight ahead on the Scott Show.